Welcome to Getting Over It with Caddy James, a safe place for abuse survivors and anyone ready to reclaim their power. In this podcast, we'll explore practical tools and techniques for releasing stored trauma from the physical and the energy body, plus have real-life conversations with other survivors to hear how they are thriving now, even after trauma. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts right now. I'm ready. I don't know if my equipment is ready, but I'm ready. I'm here. I literally was just speaking into my microphone, (laughs) letting you all know that I had completed recording this episode 65 minutes and then I realized that nothing had saved and it was super deflating like I felt that it was a great episode and um then it was gone like it was as if nothing happened (laughs) so I just talked to myself for 65 minutes but The reason I'm saying I don't know if my equipment's ready is because, first of all, that little glitch and my husband helped me download a new platform to record with and I started recording and it stopped recording after 45 seconds. So I've been talking now for a minute and eight seconds and it's still recording. (laughs) So I'm going to go again. And this time, I hope that this episode reaches you. I feel good about this one. (sighs) Okay. So with that being said, I'm pretty sure retrograde either just started or is starting. (laughs) So welcome. I wanted to start this episode with sharing a little bit about what I've been going through this week um, as a way of connecting with you. And also, I'm still realizing all the time how important it is to connect with people, meaning sharing things that are going on with us. And it's like one of those things that I already knew, but that we're reminded of, you know, like we know that we should drink enough water. We know that we should eat healthy. We know we should exercise. We know we should practice yoga, all the things that we know we should, should, first of all, I don't like that word, but we know that we could do. And sometimes it takes our friend or our sister to remind us um, about it. So I'm reminded the importance of laying down my burden, um, giving other people the opportunity to help me, even if it's just listening. Um to what I'm experiencing. So this last week, it started probably Thursday or Friday or so, right before the 4th of July weekend. Um, I started to feel these like waves of what started as like really strong emotions and then realized that I was experiencing what felt like grief. Grief just showed up and was like, hey, I'm here. (laughs) I know you've been avoiding me, but I'm here. So 
the full moon, everything going on astrologically, energetically, um, I guess I am ready to release some of this grief. And I spent some time trying to figure out, well, what is this grief? Is this, is this grief from my grandpa passing two years ago? Is this like residual grief? Is this, and I didn't feel like that was necessarily it. I do feel like that was part of it, but I kept exploring and, um, questioning like, what is this grief? And I still don't know exactly what it was, but I think it's because it was a lot of things. And I don't think I have to know what each of it was in order to heal. But I'll tell you what I did do. <laughs> so I wanted to call my friend for several days. Um, but I just put it off and was like, oh, no, I'm not going to call her. What am I going to talk about? How horrible I feel? Like, I don't want to burden her. That's what I think we're taught depending on our childhood and our and the culture is like it's a burden to tell people how I really feel like, it's a burden to s tell somebody that I'm having a bad day what if it makes their day bad what if it ruins their day and that's such false shit first of all most women mentally well women I'm not talking about narcissists or sociopaths but mentally well women we love to help people we are nurturers. We are caretakers. It's just in our DNA and our genes and our energy. And men have that too. But women um, that I know, we love to support each other and listen. And so it's so funny to me that that thought happens where it's like, no, I'll call her when I'm feeling better. Like, I don't want to bother her. So... That same exact friend sent me a text message either that night or the next night. It was right on point with me feeling like I needed to call her. And she's just like, hey, how are you doing? Like, wow, this eclipse, I think she said eclipse, full moon. I know for sure the full moon, but whatever it was, she was feeling it. And she reached out to me and I was like, yes, <laughs> let me help you. No, I'm just kidding. I wanted to build off of the joke of women being nurturers. Well, that's not a joke. But no, I felt so like, okay, yes, I'm I'm also feeling something. Let's talk about it. So we connected. Um, she let me know how she had been feeling. And thank goodness we, we have the Marco Polo app. And it's been a great because when you have kids, video calls are kind of hard. I mean, even if you don't have kids, sometimes it's not convenient. You would think that during the COVID, we'd have all this time to video call each other. But so I sent her a Marco Polo and I was just like, I'm so glad that you reached out to me. And yes, like I've been feeling, I don't know how to explain it. I've been feeling like grief. I think I'm experiencing like some major grief. And she was like, yes grief that's the word yes and she found an instagram post by an astrologist or something she follows and it felt really accurate it was even talking about how we might notice some old grief coming up that we are you know we're working through so what happens in the cosmos like we do feel we are human beings on this planet we are affected by 
the energy of the moon. We are affected by the waves in the ocean. We are affected by what happens to the earth because we are part of it and we're made from this. So to me, it makes sense. And it's not a way to like put everything off on, oh, it's because of the zodiac or whatever. It's a way to add depth to what you already know what's happening or to what you already know you're feeling. And it adds that layer. So I felt really almost like reassured knowing that, okay, I'm not the only one. And also this is something that other people are feeling. And regardless of astrology, like we are experiencing a, a trauma as a society, as a community, as a whole, everyone is experiencing this trauma of the COVID and being isolated. And we have lost, or I feel that many of us have lost, if not completely, almost, that sense of community. And I think that's part of what I was grieving, was missing that sense of community. It wasn't perfect growing up in my patriarchal religion, but there was a community. And it wasn't the most perfect community, but there was a community. And then I grew up and then I had the yoga community and that also wasn't perfect. But I found a lot of soul sisters there. And to feel that sense of community is lost, like I've been grieving that. And now that we're, you know, I don't know where you live, but in California, it never really felt like we were coming out of isolation. It was like all the other states, Florida, Arizona, I'm talking about you. There's more, (laughs) you know, like we're shutting down guys. We're shutting down and they shut down for like one week. Just kidding. It might've been longer, but what felt like the next week, they're like, we're reopening. Like all my friends and family in Arizona are like, this sucks. This has been a really hard two weeks. And I'm like, shit, we've been doing this for six weeks. You're just getting started get ready. Oh, just kidding. You guys are done. (laughs) So I feel like over here, it's been frustrating because, you know, maybe we are doing right. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that, but, um, I feel grief and I feel depressed even knowing that, um, it's not over. It doesn't feel like it's going to be over anytime soon. And it's been hard. It's been hard, and I know I'm not the only one that thinks it's been hard. Um, So yes, I think at this point with what we are going on with feeling so isolated, and especially depending on who you're isolated with, maybe you're isolated alone. Maybe you're isolated with toxic family or partners or roommates. So it's hard. Collectively, there is grief. Collectively, there is loss. Collectively, there is fear. Collectively, we are all going through this and we are experiencing the shifts that are happening with the cosmos. So making sure that we put an effort to build that community, maybe it's virtually, maybe you call your friends more. I've noticed during COVID, I've been talking to so many people more often because it's like, First of all, texting sucks for communicating and keeping in touch. So it's great to send a quick thing, but 
texting cannot be the platform for staying connected <laughs> with people. So that's another reason why I love Marco Polo app. Um, but I've noticed my friends that I've been able to talk to more often and it's been great. And I've also noticed that there's also a lot of friends who are still too busy to be bothered to keep in touch. And that's where we can also recognize that we do feel some loss and some grief. Now, yes, sisterhood, sisterhood, community. We're really missing that. Also, the leaf blower just started up. If my episode would have saved, we wouldn't be hearing this, but okay, universe, I'm still going. Um, <laughs> so experiencing the grief, um, today was the first day where I, I woke up again and felt like, oh, maybe I can actually get some work done. Maybe I can finally record that podcast episode that I've been stressing about because I wanted to work over the weekend and I, I was unable to. And I want to share that if you are going through anything like this and you're asking, well, what, what do I do or what did you do? I don't really know, but I will tell you what I did. Um, talking to my friend helped. Um, sharing with my husband. I, for a few days, I didn't share with him. I was like, no, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to, it's going to pass. It's okay. I don't, it's whatever. And then I realized, no, like I told my, him and my nine-year-old son, cause when mom is just crying in front of you and you don't know why <laughs> I let them know, I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel so sad. I feel low. I feel like I can't stop crying. I feel pain in my heart chakra. Again, it's still there. It's still fucking there from last year. So I communicated what I could. And luckily because of the family that I, you know, the husband I have and the children we're raising, they're able to hold space for me because I hold space for them. And I also don't want my son to worry. So I'm honest with him to the point where it's helpful for him. Like, yeah, son, yeah, I, I know I cried a lot today, um, but everything's okay. I, I, don't, I don't know exactly why I'm crying, but I'm just letting it out. And thank you for being such a great son and for helping me and for wanting me to feel better and for helping, you know, your dad with his sisters. And so, yeah, have honest genuine conversations with your kids if you're in tune with them you'll know what they can handle and you'll know what you can say and what you don't need to say um so i actually missed dinner on friday night or saturday night the days are a blur um because of this um i got emotional out of nowhere and I was trying to eat at the table with the family and I just couldn't even eat because I you can't cry and eat <laughs> and I didn't want to cry and eat and you know my nine-year-old might say he understands to, to a point that's the other thing I can only show up where they're at I understand he's only nine so saying that I understand my babies are three years old and turning two years old this week. 
I don't want to sit at the kitchen table trying to eat dinner while crying in front of them. They don't understand. So I excused myself and came in the room and just sat on my bed and cried. And I felt guilty about missing dinner. But I let the emotions rise. And that's what I did for days. That's what I did. I just let myself realize, wow, I feel this in my body. And I'm I'm not going to try to push it away. Because that doesn't work. It'll come up later. So... I let myself cry every time I felt like I needed to cry. Um, I took deep breaths. I stretched. Like I tried to do whatever I know helps with moving things along. I did a lot of writing and journaling. I probably could have done a lot more writing and journaling. Um, and what felt like anxiety in my belly. So when you feel anxiety, you probably already know what it feels like. And if not, close your eyes and take some deep breaths and you will remember. Anxiety, you can feel it in your belly. You can feel it in your internal organs. The tension, the tightness, the, the nervousness, the, the ball of anxiety in your gut. I felt that. But then it was like, what? No, there's more there's something else here and that was grief I also felt the grief in my belly I felt it in my lower chakras the root chakra the sacral chakra obviously the belly I felt the anxiety and then I felt the grief enter and it was like if you know what anxiety feels like then the grief felt like it was like my belly was expanded but it was hollow and it wasn't literally like that, but I'm trying to describe the sensations. Like the grief was swirling around, taking up space in my body, chatting it, chatting it up with anxiety. And I tuned in to the sensations that were happening. And I, took deep breaths and I didn't know what I was doing by the way I was just practicing what I've learned in yoga practicing what I've learned in energy medicine that I've studied so I tuned in I let myself feel the physical sensations that were happening in my body I became aware of all of the energetic layers the emotions and I could feel it rising from my belly up through the energy system, through the chakras, making its way to the heart center. I feel the grief in my heart. I feel this sadness, this desperation for something that's not here anymore. This grief for this loss of the things that will never be again the times I will never have again with certain family because whether they're passed on or they're still here I feel it rising in the heart and then keep breathing and then you can feel it in your throat you can feel that sensation like tingly 
tingly sensations in your throat, tightness, burning. So if you know what anxiety feels like in your body, you can also recognize the way your throat chakra will light up. And that happens a lot when we're not saying what we want to say, when we're not speaking our truth, when we're swallowing our words, when we're not standing up for ourselves, when we're not telling people how we really feel, whatever it is, that sensation in the throat is noticeable. And I'm going to come back to the throat in just a second. So I breathed, I let the emotions rise and then the tears came and the flood and like all the emotions are just pouring out. The throat chakra is our purifier. Everything from the lower chakras, all of the stuff from the base up, the base of the spine, the root chakra, the sacral chakra. Why am I having a brain fart? The solar plexus chakra, <laughs> the heart chakra, all of the chakras below, the lower level chakras. Everything there comes up and passes through the throat. That is one of the ways we purify our energy. We purify and reset. That's why it feels so good to sing. Don't you love singing? Singing feels good. Laughing feels good. Telling somebody how you really feel feels good feels good your throat chakra is there to help you purify everything else and then we move up to the higher chakra the third eye the crown chakra so the throat chakra being our purifying chakra <clears throat> Basically, just to wrap this little story up, um, no, I really couldn't put my finger on one thing. It felt like a lot of things. It felt overwhelming. It felt terrible. I'm almost surprised that I'm sitting here talking about it the way that I am because I have felt so frozen, like I didn't know what to do. And that's sometimes we just have to get through it. So talk to the people who love you. Talk to the people who you trust. Share. Lay down your burden. Meditate. Pray. Whatever you do. Journal. Remember the things that help you. And remember that whatever it is that's showing up. It's showing up because it's ready to go. It's ready to go. It doesn't want to stay stuck in your body anymore. That energy, when you think scientifically and you recognize that we are all vibrating energy particles, that anxiety, that grief, that anger, that is energy. And that energy doesn't want to stay in your body. It's out of alignment with your body. So it wants to come up. When you start to heal, when you start to say, I'm up-leveling my energy, 
I have boundaries now. I don't let toxic people in my life anymore. I stick up for myself. I tell the truth. I tell people when I feel like what they're saying isn't genuine. Whatever it is, when you start to do your work, your energy shifts. You evolve. Those old vibrating energetic forces in you, they do come up to leave. The grief wants to be cried out. The anxiety wants appropriate action so that it feels peace. The anger wants to be expressed safely so that it can go. So it can go. Because otherwise it stays and it continues to vibrate. And so imagine grief. Grief is one of the lowest vibrating energies. Love is one of the highest vibrating energies. Think about grief. Think about the energy of grief, the low, low, I can't get my voice low, low vibrating energy is low. You feel fucking low when you're in that energy. So imagine the energy of grief. Imagine it's stuck in your body. If you imagine that your body is a highway and your energy is traveling on this highway. So think of your body, think of the outline, close your eyes. Think of your feet, think of your legs, think of your toes, the energy starting at your toes, going up your legs, circling around, going up the buttocks, up the back, up the belly, up the front and the back, all the way down your arms, all the way down your hands, swirling around all these energetic pathways. If you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, think about acupuncture, think about the meridians, These are literally energetic pathways in your body. Now imagine that you've experienced grief, but you aren't letting yourself actually experience it. You're avoiding it. You're hiding it. You're drinking it away. You're smoking it away. You're prescribing it away. You're burying it. Whatever you're doing to avoid those feelings. So that emotion, that energy of grief, it's swirling around. Let's just say that it's in your heart center. And you have this grief, this low vibrating energy just stuck. It's like it's blocking your pathway. It's like it's blocking your energetic highway. There's a big roadblock in your energetic highway and it's grief or whatever you're dealing with. And it's like, it's not just sitting there blocking the path, but it's sitting there blocking the path and vibrating. It's this little bump of chaos. And what happens if we don't ever deal with that grief? If we just let it sit there, just ignore it a little more. Just pretend it isn't there. Disconnect from your body so that you don't feel that pain that's starting to manifest physically. That grief continues to vibrate. It continues to block the energy. Your chakras get out of alignment. Your energy isn't flowing. Your chi is blocked. Then we get the energy 
energetic sensations begin to manifest into physical. The energy is now manifesting physically in your body. Now you do feel that pain. You're like, oh, my heart hurts. Oh, why is my shoulder feeling so much pain right now? You start to notice the physical manifestations of that grief or of that emotion, that anger, whatever it is. And if you continue to ignore it, it will manifest into more than just pain. Perhaps now, perhaps now you have a heart attack because love and joy are trapped and they're not flowing through. Perhaps now you get cancer, lung cancer. The lungs are where we hold grief. Or maybe you're manifesting migraines, whatever other dis-ease. The energy is now dis-ease. And when it gets to that point, we still might have the opportunity or the time, enough time left to heal. So maybe we do start doing the work. Maybe we let ourselves acknowledge that there's physical pain, acknowledge that that physical pain started as energetic pain, acknowledge that we have the power to move this energy through. And maybe you make the changes and maybe you are able to heal from that dis-ease. Maybe it moves through and now it passes and you feel your energy is flowing again. So it's very important to tune in to not only your physical body, but also to your emotions. I did not want to spend several days crying for what felt like no reason. I didn't want to get absolutely zero work done. I didn't want to go several days without posting something on my Instagram account. But I also don't want to get sick. And I don't want to have physical pain. And I don't want to feel this underlying grief or sorrow or sadness. And so I'm letting myself feel it. And the cosmos and the moon and the eclipse and everything that's going on heightened it. And it helped me. It helped me feel those emotions. It made those emotions so much stronger that I couldn't ignore it anymore. I couldn't just act like I'm okay and I'm not sad. I had to actually recognize I feel sad. I feel grief. So the cosmos heightened it, heightened my awareness. And I did whatever I thought was right to help it move through. And this morning is the first day where I woke up, like I said, and I feel like maybe I can get some work done. Maybe I actually can face the world again. <laughs> so I want to 
share with you that if you are going through something to practice letting yourself go through it letting yourself feel it and tune in to your body tune in to how you feel tune in to how other people make you feel who's making you feel like crap who's making you feel drained why do you feel depleted when you hang out with them I had so many other things I wanted to say on this episode and maybe that's why I had to do it over because the other recording was just two episodes combined into one (laughs) Uh, I don't know so I think that that's that's gonna be my episode today before we disconnect I'll officially wrap things up and I want to share with you another little guided meditation let's let's do some some breathing some tuning into our body and it's gonna be just like we did before two episodes ago because I want you to feel empowered to practice this on your own and I also want you to recognize that this is a meditation that can be used for so many things just an everyday meditation let's check in let's do it I prefer lying down comfortably but if you're happy to sit up sit comfortably if you are sitting up ensure that you are sitting tall so that your pathway along the spine is nice and the energy is flowing without any blocks that we can we'll do our best to prevent any blocks by sitting tall by lengthening our spine or by laying comfortably wherever you are close your eyes put one hand on your belly put the other hand just over your heart space anywhere on your chest that feels comfortable take an inhale breath take an exhale breath Let's do that again. Nice inhale through the nose. Feel the belly expanding into your hand as you inhale. Let the belly expand a little more. Exhale, sigh it out. (sighs) Don't be embarrassed. No one can hear you. And if they can, maybe you'll inspire them to take deep breaths. Last one, inhale. Let it go. With your eyes closed, Imagine that you're looking at your body, lying there or sitting there. Imagine that you can see yourself as if you are an observer. Notice if you look relaxed. Notice if you look or seem tense. 
recognize how you're showing up right now. How are you showing up? Deep inhale. Gentle exhale. Remember to breathe slow and deep breaths. We are going to come back into our body. Keep your eyes closed. We're not looking at our body anymore unless you feel inspired. Otherwise, come back into your body and notice your toes and your feet. Notice your ankles. Ask this part of you how you're feeling. Is there any sore or tightness here? And if you find anything along the way, just observe it and acknowledge it. Continuing up through the calves, the muscles, the knees, our thighs, the whole leg, both legs. How are your legs feeling? Your strong legs that help you stand up every day. Do they feel strong? Do they feel restless? Keep breathing and move your way up to the hips. All of the reproductive and sexual organs living in this part of your body check in with you. How are you feeling? here <sighs> keep breathing notice your belly and all of the internal organs living here in this part of you, your belly, your kidneys, everything internal here. Notice what sensations, if any, are happening here. Exhale away any anxiety that lives here. Exhale away any tension. Feel all of your internal organs relaxing, releasing their tensions. Keep breathing. Move your way up to the heart space, the chest, all of the internal organs here. Notice the energy. Notice if there's grief that's here. Is there grief living in this part of you, in your heart space, in your lungs? Take an inhale and exhale. <sighs> Gratitude. Inhaling, expanding this part of you and exhaling anything that's ready to go. Move your way up to the throat. 
remembering that your throat space and your throat chakra are this is here to help you purify help you cleanse allow yourself to imagine on your next exhale that anything that you're ready to let go of is being released on the exhale breath sigh it out <sighs> feeling gratitude for all the lessons that you've learned by having these experiences that have caused you grief by having experiences that have caused you heartache feeling gratitude because you have evolved you have grown you have learned and you are still learning you are still evolving now breathe into your whole body the top of your head every hair follicle all the way down to your feet again exhaling imagine when you inhale that you're taking in new energy new light new life breathe it in release anything stale anything toxic anything old let it go come back to your body feel your body lying there notice your feet notice your legs your hips your belly your chest your arms your shoulders gently turn your head side to side as if you're saying no gently turning the head as you breathe reawakening your body touch each fingertip to the thumb several times point your toes flex your feet keep your legs extended now reach your arms up overhead interlace your fingers and then turn the palm the opposite way reach up press with the hands feel a stretch through the whole body now keep the arms up bend the knees bring them into the chest keep stretching feel this different type of stretch and then release the hands bring the arms down put the hands over the legs or the ankles or feet just like you're giving yourself a little hug you're lying here just like we do on our mat in a little tiny ball give yourself this moment I love you I am proud of you you are doing your best I am grateful for you I appreciate you giving your body and your spirit thanks you can stay here as long as you'd like maybe you want to stretch out the legs and lie in shavasana lying flat on your back let yourself lie here if you feel guided to maybe spend just a few more moments listening so praying is talking meditating is listening give your body the chance to be heard listen be willing to listen be willing to pay attention be willing to hear be willing to learn be willing to change
I like to say Sat Nam. Sat Nam means truth name or true name, true identity. So when I say Sat Nam to you or at the end of the show, what I'm saying is I see you. I see the real you. Your true self, your true nature. You are whole. You are complete. You already have everything that you need inside of you. And you don't need permission and you don't need anybody else to give you what you don't have. You are truth. Sat Nam.